What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, June 27th, episode number 99. We are almost there for that 100. It's going to be a fun show next week. Uh, today's show is going to be great. We're going to break down... The AFC West. I have East written down. We're going to break down the AFC West. Who are the winners and losers from the NFL draft? What does the depth charts look like? And we'll go over my player projections as well. So I got to ask, did everyone have a a good Father's Day? Um, did you guys do anything special? Let me know on social media. The Shanups, we did. We had a great day. Uh, we made the best of it, even though Michelle and I both had to work um, that day, that Sunday. Um you know, I think we had dinner at the bar that Michelle works at, which was which was nice. And the kids made me gifts, and and we did that. And so we spent some time together, quality time together, before I then left for work. Um, and then I also, you know, made some more progress in my backyard. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, um, she bought an above ground pool during the COVID quarantine, right? And and that kind of sparked something in both of us where we wanted to. We ended up redoing our yard. Um, which is good. It's been a lot of fun. It's nice that we're investing into the house and stuff. And so now all of it's kind of done. The yard's kind of done, except for this little area that we have designed for the pool. Um, and I've been slowly working on it, you know, trying to level the ground so the pool doesn't slide or move when, when it's finally full of water. Um, just because I don't want to have to deal with that mess. I want to make sure it's done correctly. Um, you know, so those are my plans for this weekend, and I'm hoping that I can get it all done for next weekend, which is July 4th, and that the kids can celebrate and have a new pool for the 4th of July. And also, let me know what your guys' plans are for the 4th. Are you guys going to watch fireworks? Are you guys going to, I don't know, can you go to a park to watch fireworks this year? We'll see. Um, but hit me up on social media, all right? So it's Twitter and Facebook is at Fantasy Knockout. Instagram is at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Um, the hashtag is Dominate Your League. And check out the website, FantasyKnockout.com as well. Ready to talk some news? News with views. All right. So to start it off, quarterback Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys, he signs his franchise tender of... $31.4 million. This ensures that he at least will show up for training camp on time. And he's going to be under contract for next year, which is great. So everything's going to move forward for the Dallas Cowboys. They still have until July 15th to get a deal done. Uh, from what I hear, it's uh, that Dak wants like four years and the Cowboys want him for five years. So that's what they can't agree upon. I have a feeling they'll figure it all out. I'm not worried. I think Dak will be the quarterback there. And, you know, with a little bit of uncertainty also with the salary cap numbers for, you know, moving forward with COVID-19, that's kind of holding things up there. So uh, they'll figure it all out, though. So next is Commissioner Roger Goodell. Uh, there are reports that the NFL's 2020 season will go forward as scheduled, which is great. Um, never really thought that this was going to be an issue. Um, I know they they canceled the uh, Hall of Fame game, or they, and they're going to do the Hall of Fame ceremonies uh, next year. So they'll have like twice as much next year, which would be kind of cool. Um, so they're just going to pass on that this year just because of what's going on. Um, so still not sure about fans going to be in the stands. Um 
because you know there's been been a report that stated that it will be up to each team's state and city about the number of fans allowed in the games. Kind of interesting since the NFL has been they've been consistent about letting teams have the same standards regarding anything COVID. So if one team's done it, that's been a universal uh, blanket, so to say. Um, so kind of interesting how they're putting it on the city and state um, guidelines for each team as far as what fans could show up in games and stuff. Um, I wonder if that could create any competitive advantage, if teams will try to take advantage of that. Who knows? Um it was also then approved that uh, the NFL approved that they plan to cover the first like several rows, probably I think they're talking like 10, 10 to 20 rows of seats in the stadiums. They're going to put this protective barrier on it and which will then they're going to sell ad space. So they'll put, you know, logos and ads and stuff all on those that area, which hopefully they'll let them recoup some uh, some money uh, from ticket sales and stuff like that. So they're making adjustments. Um, but it looks like there's going to be a season. So you guys ready to move on to the main event? Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. All right, so we're going to break down the AFC West, and we're just going to do it alphabetical. And the, the first team up is the Denver Broncos. So John Elway, he basically goes out and gets as many weapons as he can for his young quarterback, Um they signed Melvin Gordon in free agency, uh, and then they draft one of the top wideouts in Jerry Judy and also add wideout K.J. Hamler in the next round. They also beef up their tight ends with adding Albert O. Can't pronounce his real last name. He's known as Albert O. Um, while they still have Noah Fant as well. Uh, this team has a lot of talent, and they basically have given Drew Locke everything to succeed so it's all comes down to what season is Drew Locke going to have? Is he going to have? Is he going to step up? Is he going to level up? Is he going to move up? Or is he going to crumble and you know not be all that productive? Um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, so let's go over the depth chart real quick. So quarterback is Drew Locke. Uh, running backs are Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Wideouts are Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. And tight end is Noah Fant. Um, so let's the prayer. The player projections, I'm, I'm not a big Drew Locke fan this year. I think he'll do well enough game to game, or you know he'll have certain games that are monster games, but I don't think he can consistently get it done all year long. So I have him as my quarterback number 27 in, draft, uh, in my draft rankings, and I am down for 317 completions for 3,016 yards, 21 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. 280 280 rushing yards with one rushing touchdown for about 219 points. That's not a lot of points for the quarterback. Uh, So, again, I'm not high on Drew Locke. Um, Now, this running back duo in Melvin Gordon and Phillip Lindsay, it's going to be interesting how how people break this down or perceive to break this down. I think it's going to be fairly um, – Melvin Gordon, in my opinion, is going to be the lead back there. But it's still going to be very uh, split evenly, in my opinion. So I have Gordon down for 202 rushes for 806 yards, 8 touchdowns, 60 receptions for 500 receiving yards, and 3 receiving touchdowns for 222 points. And then Philip Lindsay I have as my running back 30. Um, I don't know if I said it, but Gordon is my running back 21. Uh, so Lindsay is my running back 30. 
And I have him for 155 rushes for 761 rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns, 38 receptions for 237 receiving yards, and one touchdown for 160 points. So there's both both running backs will have fantasy value this year. I'm just not leaning on them to be my RB1 or RB2. I want them for a flex or depth piece. Depth piece. Um, so uh, next is Cortland Sutton. I have him as my wide receiver 18. I love this guy's talent. I just don't think um, he has the quarterback to support him to be that top-tier wide out just yet. Um, so Sutton, wide receiver 18, I got him for 75 receptions for 1,193 receiving yards, six touchdowns for 192 points. Not bad. Uh, Jerry Judy is the wide receiver 44, and I have him for 54 receptions for 734 receiving yards and four touchdowns for 124 points. And then Noah Fant, I like him as a late-round flyer for tight ends if you just pass and punt on the uh, tight end drafting um, you know, drafting a tight end early, or, or are you just going to wait to the end? Uh, Noah fan. I got him as my tight end 17, got him for 42 receptions for 594 receiving yards, five touchdowns for about 110 fantasy points. Um, and again, when I'm talking about the fantasy points, we're talking about half point, uh, leagues, half point scoring, just to give you guys, uh, an idea. And next comes in as the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl winning champs. And with their first pick, they shock the fantasy world with taking running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, whom is the biggest winner in <laughs> for fantasy. Seems like this team is not going to miss a beat at all. Last year, they dealt with some injuries. You know, with Mahomes' leg, uh, had that scare uh, that he could possibly miss quite a bit with his knee or whatever. Um, he, missed, he only missed a few games. Tyreek Hill got banged up early on in the season, and he fin- ended up finishing pretty solid. They bring back all their offensive pieces, and they added their very, very talented running back. And I have this team looking the same or actually slightly better than last year because hopefully these guys don't get injured. Um, so the depth chart quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. The number one running back there is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and then the second one is Damian Williams. Uh, I think a lot of people, I don't think they trust uh, CEH right off the bat. I think they kind of work him in. Um, and then the, the wideouts, are, we got Tyreek Hill and Nicole Hardman is the number two. Sammy Watkins is still there, and the tight end is also Travis Kelsey. We all know that. Uh, so Pat Mahomes for the my player projections, I have him as the, ranked as the quarterback one. Yes, I have him higher than Lamar Jackson this year. No knocks to Lamar, but I like Mahomes. I think he's going to have a better season than he did last year. Uh, I got him down for 375 completions for 4,859 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He's going to run for 213 rushing yards and two touchdowns for about 358 points. That's a solid year. Um, I It's very tempting in some of the mock drafts I'm doing where Mahomes is slipping right now, where he falls into that third round, and it is very tempting to take him just because of his upside. Um, so CEH, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, we got him at running back 15. I like him a lot. Uh, so like a player comp would be similar to like Kareem Hunt the year that he kind of snuck out and broke out and people didn't expect him to be as good as he was. Um, 
be careful not to overdraft CEH. Again, I have him as my RB15. He's going in the second round right now. In my opinion, that's a little too high. I don't want to lean on him as my number one running back. Um, I'd be okay if he's my third running back. My second, that's that's tough because if you miss and what the red flag here with him kind of reminds me last year of David Montgomery. How there was a lot of people either you were all in on Montgomery and they took him in the third round and they made him a staple of their fantasy team and he let a lot of people down. He was still productive, but he wasn't at the price that you drafted him. He didn't hit his ceiling. That's my fear for CEH. So I have him down for 154 rushes. That's not much. That's not over 200 like most bell cow backs are. Only 154 rushes for 693 yards. Six touchdowns rushing, 30 receptions for 196 receiving yards, and three touchdowns for 156 points. That's a good year for a rookie. That's a great year for a a rookie running back. But it's not an Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley style running back. So you have to know that going in. Damian Williams is his backup. I have him ranked as RB45. I have him for 116 rushes for 520 yards, three touchdowns, 23 receptions for 158 receiving yards, and one receiving touchdown for about 103 points. He's going to take some of that um, carries away from CEH. So just know that going into it, all right? Tyree Kill, I like him a lot this year. He's my wide receiver number three. I have him for 19 rushes for 135 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. And then he's also going to have 86 receptions for 1,261 receiving yards and eight receiving touchdowns for 236 points. I am excited about him. If you can do the stack with him and Mahomes, if you can take like maybe if if Hill's there, like if you're later in the draft and you can get Hill, Hill and Mahomes or something like that in that one-two round, like that's ten, it. It's rough because not taking a running back because there's a lot of good running backs there. But if you could stack those two, oh my gosh, those those two are just monsters waiting to just destroy people <laughs> every week. Um, you know, especially the weeks that they both go off and really connect with one or two multiple touchdowns. Um, so my next one receiver is Nicole Hardman. I have him as wide receiver 55. I think I'm going to move him up a little bit. But I have him down for 60 receptions for 955 receiving yards, 7 receiving touchdowns for 167 points. I have him taking over the wide receiver 2 spot there. Um, he is my one of my uh, late round wide receiver flyers that I'm going to take in my double digit rounds as my 4th or 5th wide out on my team and hope that he just hits. Um, it is a gamble, but you know if he hits, it's going to be you know a high-powered offense like that. That's something that you want to to take a gamble on because if you you don't want to take a uh, you know if it comes down to what uh, Emmanuel Sanders in New Orleans, you know he's going to be productive, he's going to be steady. But I rather have the the guy with the higher ceiling, uh, and that's Michael Hardman for me. Uh, next is Travis Kelsey. He's the tight end number one for me. I have him down for 101 receptions for 1,293 receiving yards, nine touchdowns for about 233 points. Kelsey should be the top tight end, and he should be going at that end of second, early third round. And if you want to take him or or George Kittle, I, you can swap one or two. They're both almost the exact same, so I like them both a lot this year. All right, the Las Vegas Raiders, they come in next. 
And with their first pick, they shock the world by taking wide receiver Henry Ruggs. Not C.D. Lamb, not Jerry Judy, but Henry Ruggs. They add several wideouts and another running back in the draft. And I personally am excited about this team. I think they're going to surprise a lot of folks because I just believe they're very underrated right now. A lot of people think they're just they're 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 the vanilla of ice cream right now, where it's good. You know, vanilla goes with a lot of stuff. Vanilla is is a great. It's great by itself. It, it pairs well with others. It's not that fancy, you know, it's not Rocky Road or Sherbert where it's just that pow, you know, it's not sexy. Um, <laughs> vanilla is kind of boring. And guess what? I like vanilla. And that is the Raiders this year for me. I, I like how they signed Marcus Mariota to, to possibly put some pressure on Derek Carr this year. Basically, in my opinion, he needs to step up. It's a make or break season for him. And they're going to find out, is he going to be the quarterback going forward? Or are they going to move on from him? And we'll see. So the depth chart quarterback is Derek Carr. Running back is Josh Jacobs, who I like a lot again this year. Running back, uh, the backup running back is Jalen Richard. The wideouts are Henry Ruggs and Hunter Renfro. And the tight end is Darren Waller. All right, so Derek Carr, I have it coming in as my quarterback number 19. Not drafting him this year. I'll probably stream him based off of matchup. If, if it looks like it's favorable week one is a possibility because it's Carolina and they haven't had the greatest defense last year and they should probably aren't going to be all that great again this year. Um, so car I have coming in with 384 completions for 4,107 passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 73 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown for a total of 256 points. Again, pretty vanilla. Uh, running back, Josh Jacobs. I have him as my running back 10 right now. I like him a lot. Um, I have him for 270 rushes for 1,375 yards, nine rushing touchdowns, 34 receptions for 266 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown for 236 points. The one area that Jacobs needs to improve this year is in the receiving game, and it's not really in his control. Uh, I think they'll lean a little bit more on him there. They're gonna. They have a lot more weapons off offensively as his wideouts. They'll be more dynamic, so that's gonna take some pressure off of him and let him. I think he's gonna have a couple big breakout runs this year. So again, I like Jacobs a lot. He's my guy. Next is running back Jalen Richard. I have him as my running back fifty nine. I have him down for like forty four rushes for one hundred ninety six yards, one rushing touchdown. 41 receptions, 367 receiving yards, and one touchdown. He's going to get that third down roll work, the receiving running back, and he's going to have about 85 points. So nothing really fantasy value there. Uh, the wideouts, Henry Ruggs is the number one receiver there. I have him ranked as my wide receiver 53, and I have him down for 50 receptions for 471 receiving yards, three touchdowns, nothing fancy for about 90 fantasy points. Uh, he's going to get a lot of targets. He's going to get the looks because they they invested in him this year. Uh, Renfro, I think, is going to be more of the slot guy there. He's wide receiver 71 right now in my rankings for 60 receptions, 769 receiving yards for four touchdowns, 130 points. Basically, I think the Raiders are just going to pass the ball. They're going to spread it around a lot. They're not going to heavily focus on just one player. Uh, Darren Waller I have as my tight end five. I have him for 73 receptions for 925 receiving yards, five touchdowns for 159 points. So not bad for a tight end. 
Um, I think they'll lean on the tight end a little bit like they did last year, but not quite as heavily. Um, and they're just going to go down and it's not again, it's not going to be this sexy offense. It's going to be a van- vanilla offense going to be pretty boring and they'll do just enough to win. And then last but least, we have the Los Angeles Chargers and they let, I'm going to say, quote, possible Hall of Fame quarterback Philip Rivers walk. He is no longer with the team. And then they draft their quarterback of the future in Justin Herbert, whom he's going to be good, but I'm just not a fan of his fantasy, uh, for fantasy value. Um, This team is going to be very, very different from years past. Uh, This team is going to rely heavily on their defense, and they're just going to do just enough offensively. Kind of reminds me of the Buffalo Bills when Tyrod Taylor was there, which is kind of interesting because Tyrod Taylor is now the quarterback or possible backup quarterback for the Chargers. So the quarterbacks, we have Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert. Running backs are Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. Wide receiver is Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And the tight end is Hunter Henry. So they still have all their uh, talent in their running backs and receivers. They let Melvin Gordon go, which is fine because I think Eckler can do a good enough job for them. Um, So the big question for the Chargers is what quarterback is going to play? Um, I have several scenarios playing out where I think they start with Tyrod Taylor and halfway through the year or maybe four or five weeks into it, then they switch to Justin Herbert. I can also see him, if they have a training camp, I could see Herbert beating out Tyrod Taylor and them just going with Herbert day one. Um, so in my projections, I have both quarterbacks projected for a full season just because I'm not sure exactly how it is. And so that will give you guys an idea of, of how, kind of how to evaluate these these quarterbacks. So Tyrod Taylor, he comes in my quarterback 34. Justin Herbert's my quarterback 32. I'm not drafting either one of them. Taylor I have down for 327 completions for 3,619 yards, 21 uh, touchdowns, 6 interceptions. He's going to run the ball 80 times for 440 yards and three rushing touchdowns for 278 points. Not bad for a full year. But again, I don't think he plays all the full season. So Justin Herbert, he comes in with 303 completions for 3,380 yards, 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Um, He does have some ability to rush. So I got him down for 60 rushes for 212 yards two touchdowns and that's for about 221 points again not really high on him fantasy wise but he will be good enough as if you just talk straight up just nfl quarterback he is a good quarterback he will win games he will he he is their future so they made the right choice in taking him where they drafted him let's talk the running backs so you know no longer have melvin gordon which really makes austin eckler the winner here you have Eckler and Justin Jackson. Right now, I have Eckler ranked as my running back 16, right behind CEH. And I have him down for 140 rushes for 672 yards, three touchdowns for 48 receptions, 506 receiving yards, and three receiving touchdowns for 173 points. I don't think they make um, Eckler like he's not going to be what he did last year because it's a different quarterback. Rivers isn't there to just dump off the the little dump off passes to Eckler for him to make a move and get open in open field. It's going to be a lot slower. You have Tyrod who, if he's, if Tyrod's playing, 
he's going to run. His first instinct is to run, not a dump off pass. If you have a quarter, a rookie quarterback, rookie quarterbacks do not dump off the balls. That is something they learn in year two and three. Rookie quarterbacks, they do the same thing as and rushing quarterbacks do is their first instinct is if their first first read's not there. So if he's targeting Keenan Allen and Allen's covered, his next thought is to run. So these again, these dump off passes to Eckler, you have to um, minimize your expectations. They're not going to be. He's not going to have almost a hundred receptions again like he did last year. That's why I'm down for 48. Justin Jackson is going to get the ball, I think, a little bit more than last year. And I have him down for 120 rushes for 612 yards, two rushing touchdowns for 16 receptions, 100 receiving yards for about 93 points, uh, fantasy points for this year. And he comes in as my running back 57. So nothing fancy there. Not going to touch him. I will draft Eckler, but he's going a little too high in my opinion right now. He's going in that second round. I would like to get him in the third. Um, Keenan Allen, this one kind of shocked me when I was doing my stats. His reception totals really jumped out. I have him a lot higher than than most do. And I went back to try to like knock him down in, in the reception part. And it was just hard to not give him this. this, this I, I, I just don't want to give him. I have him down as my wide receiver 20. I have him for 97 receptions. That's a lot. I only have three three wideouts in the entire NFL with um, 95 plus receptions. So for him to come in at 97, that's a lot. I tried to get him down into the 80s, and I just couldn't do it. There's just he's gonna get a lot of targets, I think. So I have him for 97 receptions for 1178 receiving yards, six receiving touchdowns. Again, he's not a big touchdown guy for about 202 fantasy points. Uh, next is Mike Williams. I have him as my wide receiver, 46. I have him down for 38 receptions for 650 receiving yards, five touchdowns for about 115 points. And then Hunter Henry, the tight end, I have him as my tight end, 11. Um, you know, if he's there at the end of the drafts, okay, but I, it's just not the uh, upside that he's had in years past. He's coming in at 48 receptions for 605 receiving yards and four touchdowns for about 108 points. Well, hopefully that uh, gives you guys an idea. This is going to wrap up the AFC side of things. Next week, we're going to start the NFC. Uh, we're going to do the NFC South. It was a lot of fun. Um, I want to say thank you for listening uh, to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review. really helps out the show. Also, visit us on the website at fantasyknockout.com. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.